Hello and welcome to Follow Your Bliss, a podcast for big-hearted, deep feelers who want to make a difference in the world. This is your time to get motivation and momentum to do what makes your soul shine. My name is Jessica Flint. I'm a soul strengths business coach and social impact entrepreneur that has helped millions of people improve their life. And I'm here to empower you to become a badass success story because I know it's within you when you stop selling yourself short, stop waiting for the perfect moment, and stop letting the opinions of others drown out your inner voice. It's never too late to create a life you're excited about and love waking up to. I believe we all have unique soul strings that hold the key to unlocking our greatest success and are just begging to be expressed right now in this very moment. Now, this podcast features heart-to-heart conversations with successful authors, entrepreneurs, spiritual leaders, experts, and everyday all-stars just like you about their path to greater purpose and soul alignment. It's time to claim your joy, your worth, your highest soul expression, and your feeling of enoughness. Now, let's get started. Hello and welcome back, my lovely listeners. Today we have a solo show here. Colette is taken this week off because her dog Lulu died and she's just taken some time to process the loss, the grief. So sending love out to you, Colette. And I know how hard it is to lose a precious pet. I haven't mentioned this on the show, but I lost my dog Ona back on May 9th and it was such a hard loss to go through and I just understand the bond the connection you can have to an animal Colette had Lulu in her life for 15 years and so Godspeed Lulu Godspeed Ona Godspeed to all the precious pets out there who have passed on which they call cross the rainbow bridge animals are such a blessing to have in our lives and for this show today I did want to update you guys on some pretty big news and Colette and I tried to record previously and we were having all these tech issues and so we were kind of like maybe we're just not supposed to record this week and then Lulu passed and so I think this really was meant to be a solo week so I could deliver some news to you all about what's happening here on the show what's going on moving forward because it's really exciting and you'll be hearing more about it in the weeks to come but just to kind of wow this is Big update, like big update. And I guess I have to rewind and share what you know happened with this show. First, I've been podcasting since 2014. I believe I started the Recovery Warrior show in May of 2014. And I had a good rhythm there in the beginning, 2014, 2015, 2016, and was able to grow a pretty big listenership around those years. And then I had a big, massive event in my life that just pretty much shook me to my core and I needed to take some time to go heal. And so I went out into the mountains in a little cottage in the woods in Boulder, outside of Boulder, and uh, went through a business accelerator program when I was there. But mainly I was just there to really heal. And so during this time, I was pretty inconsistent with my podcasting. From that point forward, maybe at least maybe like five to 10 shows a year, yeah, whatever, something around that. I Now, I absolutely love podcasting. Like when we talk about soul gifts, it is definitely podcasting. So I feel so much in my element when I can talk with others, I can interview, I can do these solo shows, I can take all this information that I learned because I pretty much am like nonstop learner and be able to distill it down, find metaphors for it so you can understand it in different ways. And I just see so much potential in podcasting. 
So when I was less consistent with podcasting, I was doing a lot of teaching. I was doing program after program, essentially five years of consecutively serving inside of programs. We pretty much ran nonstop programs uh, throughout the whole five years. And that was awesome. I created so much educational content through the School of Recovery. At the same time, I couldn't balance the podcast and that. It was really difficult for me to manage the energy in doing both. At the end of 2021, after having put, you know, 10 years of my heart and soul into Recovery Warriors, I, I got to a place where, and I mentioned this a few shows back when Colette and I were talking about unsupportive parents, I, I kind of got to this deeper place where I'm like, is this even what I want to do with my life? And I think it's healthy to ask questions like this. Like, is this really what I want to do? Like, you know, now I'm in a completely different place in my life. And when I ended the show, I knew that I still wanted a podcast because I'm like, oh my gosh, I love podcasting. I'm not just going to like stop podcasting. I feel like I was born to be a podcaster. So I created another show, which we're listening to right now, Follow Your Bliss. And the show was initially, I think, something that I needed to really be like, follow your heart. Like, just go, like, don't let the past hold you back. Like, move forward into the future. And I still am so passionate about this topic. Now, in this time since Follow Your Bliss came out, if I was to look at the volumes and chapters of my life, th this past year has been probably the most difficult year of my entire life. And it's been, you know, challenge after challenge and hardship after hardship. And it's strengthened me in, in many ways. You know, this there's this quote by Pema Chodron from her book, When Things Fall Apart. Yeah, that's the type of, type of books I've been reading this past year. And the quote is, only to the extent that we expose ourselves over and over to annihilation can that which is indestructible in us be found, end quote. And that was really the journey that I've been on this year, like finding that part, like the unbreakable part of me, this unbreakable spirit, right? Like that can never be broken. And through this process, I, I really tapped in, like, what do I want to do? Like, what do I actually want to do? How do I want to serve? How do I want to show up? And Follow Your Bliss has been such a great catalyst for it because it's like, it was showing me too, like, this is, this is where you can follow your bliss. It is with podcasting. And just through the grace of God, literally like my, my prayers were answered in that it, it took a while for this to kind of all even take shape and form in, in having the idea really come through me. I'm a firm believer that, that we're just, you know, the light bulb and all we have to do is plug into the source and, and turn on. And that's when we can really get these points of illumination, of understanding, of greater clarity. And for me, it was that I want to continue podcasting for eating disorders, but in different ways. So I don't want to go back to the Recovery Warrior show. That very much feels like it ended. It had its period in time. However, I've always wanted to create a podcast network. And now I actually have the resources and ability to do that. So if you've never heard of a podcast network, essentially it's a conglomeration of shows. Another way you can think about it is like back in the day when we had TVs where there was cable channels or a channel that would have a set series of shows that would play on that channel. And so what we're going to be doing here at Recovery Warriors and what you'll see will happen with Follow Your Bliss is we're going to be creating a podcast network called Recovery Warrior Shows. Essentially, it's going to be a bunch of shows housed underneath the Recovery Warriors brand that have to do with healing and eating disorder from the very beginning stages of just getting diagnosed and not even knowing what you're doing in the treatment process all the way to the end where you're actually in a state of recovery and now you just want more you want to heal on a deeper level right because i think so much of the initial phase is just working on the eating disorder and once you resolve the eating disorder well then you're left with all the initial wounding that kind of led to the development of eating disorder with all the deeper themes around self-worth and your authenticity and really being able to live a life where you feel fulfilled 
So the network is going to embody the full recovery process, you know, from once again, initial to, to just really strengthening your identity outside of an eating disorder. And we are currently working on a bunch of shows that we're going to be debuting in the fall. And Colette and I are going to be collaborating on a podcast series called Hungry for Love. And I am so excited about this. This was a show idea that I had prior to ending the Recovery Warrior show. I chose to do Follow Your Bliss instead because I did want to kind of step away just from eating disorders. Now, moving forward, Follow Your Bliss will be much more around Following your creative call, I really do believe this is a huge part of the recovery process and has helped so many of my students is really finding out what ignites you. What is your passion? Like mine's podcasting. I know people whose is writing or other people's is uh, coding. I mean, it really is. The options are endless. I mean, so many things that we can just find greater passion for. And I often find that we are pushed by our pain until we are pulled by our vision, our purpose. And that's the exciting part of when you let go of an eating disorder, you have all this opportunity to step into you get step into all these different passions that you have in life and follow your bliss will be much more spiritual i, I still will talk about soul strengths and a little more into mysticism and depth psychology so this will be this will be of all the shows that are part of our network the least eating disorder related but it is here to be a guide as you walk your spiritual path and connect to your creative energy this is really a long setup for a story that i want to share on the show today it touches on this idea that we don't really know what is good or bad? Kind of this idea that we have to live in the moment and then the answers start to sort themselves out. For example, like when I ended the Recovery Warrior show, I had no friggin' idea. I had no idea that I was about to go through this intense wintering phase in my life. I had no idea. And all I knew was like, I'm just going to follow my bliss. I'm just going to podcast. I'm just going to share my voice and what I've learned. I had no idea that eight months later, I was going to be building a podcast network. So I had to take that first initial scary step of ending something in order to begin something. And I had to go through this really confusing transitional period in between where I kind of felt like a the caterpillar who goes into the cocoon and starts decomposing into all this gunk and is like, who am I? I'm not the recovery warrior show. Follow your bliss feels nice, but doesn't feel totally right. And here I am, a gooky gunky goo. And then you emerge out as the butterfly. And that's the process. You really can't ignore that transitional period where you are just a gloopy gloppy glue. And it's okay to be in that phase. And many times we would say to the caterpillar, when it goes into the cocoon, if we weren't aware of what was going to emerge on the other side, we'd be like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Like You're decomposing now. You're turning into a gloopy gloopy glue. Like, what, what's going on? Like, oh my God, it's bad. And then when it emerges, then you go, oh, how beautiful, the butterfly. Wow, that's so cool. Look at it go. So the story I want to share today really touches on this. It is a famous Chinese parable of unknown origins that is a powerful illustration of why it is important to not assign meaning to the events in our life because we don't really know what the bigger picture is. So I'm excited that I got to tell you the bigger picture of what I saw from ending the Recovery Warrior show at the end of 2021 to being here today to say, wow, we are coming back with a whole series of shows that are going to be so inspiring and healing for you on your journey to recovery from an eating disorder. And Colette will continue to come on the show as we talk about how we're going to be producing Hungry for Love together as meanwhile, she will continue to produce her show, Compassion Confetti, and... The rest is history. Now, this reminds me of a quote by one of my favorite authors back in high school, flashback to Kurt Vonnegut. He said, quote, the truth is we know so little about life. We don't really know what the good news is and what the bad news is, end quote. With that context in mind, let's get into our story. Now, 
quick disclaimer here is I have no idea how the accents will come out. Let's see what happens here. And so it is. All right, so let's get in to our story. Once upon a time, there was an old farmer who had a great big farm that provided him and his wife and his son with all the sustenance that they needed. Since the farm was so big, he definitely needed help tilling the soil and transporting his bountiful harvests. For this, he had a horse. Not just any horse, he had a strong stallion. Now this strong stallion was also very curious or hungry to find himself a mare. One day the fence was left open and the stallion broke free to follow his bliss and find a mate. The old farmer's neighbors were right there with him when he discovered that his strong stallion broke free. With great sympathy, they all said, Oh, what bad luck to lose your one and only horse! Tilling your soil and transporting your food is going to be so difficult now. You must be so devastated. The old farmer, looking at the broken fence, said, Bad luck, good luck, who knows? Hmm. The neighbors were a bit taken aback with his indifferent reply and went on their merry way, grateful that they still had their horses. Now, a week later, as the farmer was beginning to adjust to horseless life, he saw out in the distance his beloved stallion galloping full force. He couldn't even believe his eyes. And actually, as they started to adjust more to the horizon, he saw that his horse wasn't alone. He was leading the back of a whole herd of wild horses. Next thing he knew, he was surrounded by five beautiful horses. The neighbors couldn't believe their eyes. Having two horses was a luxury. Five horses was above and beyond a blessing from God. They congratulated the old farmer, saying, Oh, how lucky you are! You not only got your horse back, but you got four more horses. The old farmer, looking at the five healthy horses, said, Bad luck, good luck, who knows? Hmm. The neighbors were a bit taken aback with his indifferent reply and went on their way, wishing that they could have more horses. Now back on the farm with four new wild horses, the old farmer knew he would have to get busy training them. His only son had been an excellent horse handler with his stallion, so he threw him a saddle and put him on the job. And as the old farmer's son was attempting to tame one of the horses, he was bucked off in a big way and came crashing to the ground, immediately breaking his leg on impact. He was in excruciating pain and couldn't even move. The neighbors heard him moaning and howling and ran over. With great sympathy, the neighbors said, Oh dear, what bad luck! Those foul wild horses broke your only son's leg. The old farmer, looking at his son in the distance, being treated by the doctor, said, Bad luck, good luck, who knows? Hmm. The neighbors were quite confused with his indifferent reply and well, went on their way, grateful that they had healthy sons. 
And so the old farmer took to caring for his son, who was bedridden with his broken leg, and tending to his farm all by himself. Some weeks later, the emperor's army marched into the village, and they had orders to seize every able-bodied young man in sight. And when they slammed the door of the farmer's house open to seize his son, they saw him lying there with a broken leg. They let him stay because he wasn't fit for service. Now with tears in their eyes mourning the departure of their sons, they all said, You were so lucky to have your son. Who knows if we'll ever see our beloved sons again. The old farmer, looking at the emperor's army marching off in the distance, said, Bad luck. Good luck. Who knows? And so the story ends. And to sum up the lessons of this story of the old farmer, one, perspective is everything. We don't know if something is good or bad. In the end, good or bad is just a different side of the same coin. Something that we think is terrible sets us up for success in the future. We have a limited scope of understanding in the moment of how things are ultimately going to work out. Two, adopting a mindset of accepting what is helps take the resistance away, allowing us to respond to experiences in new ways and not getting caught up in looking at what isn't. And thirdly, and finally, not assigning meaning, such as good or bad, holds us in a much more receptive state of possibility and openness. Instead of wasting precious energy and reactionary emotions that fuel shame, fear, and anxiety. So once again, as Kurt Vonnegut said, quote, The truth is, we know so little about life. We don't really know what the good news is and what the bad news is. End quote. And that is the truth. Can you think about a time that there was something you were like, Oh my, oh my, <laughs> oh my, that's terrible. Have you had a moment where you thought, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me? And then years down the line or or days down the line, weeks down the line, months down the line, years down the line, you're like, wow, that really set me on a whole new course. That changed my life for the better because now I'm in this situation, which I never would have gotten in otherwise. We have limited understanding of the bigger picture. This is why it's important to be able to increase your ability to tolerate the uncertainty. Good news, bad news, who knows? Thank you for having the discipline to listen in. If you love this episode and know of someone else who is following their bliss, please share this show with them. It would mean the world to me if we can get this cause and message out to as many people as possible. So if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this show with your friends. And I will be forever grateful for your support. And until the next episode, this is Jessica Flint encouraging you to follow your bliss and to unapologetically be bold, be brave, and be you.